Hey, everybody, it's John, and thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks our way so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way, and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right. Hey, y'all. It's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton coming in hot on the record button. Yeah, because- you're, you're, you're excited. We haven't done one of these shows in, in months, it feels like. Months, well, months. More, more importantly, if there's any value we add to the thieves, especially the Patreon thieves, <laughs> the stretch. it's when whoever the guest is, is comfortable making fun of me. And our guest today is Andy Crouch, who just loves to take the piss out of Augie Carton. And more often than not, if we don't go right to record, all the best shit was lost in the how you do it, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I, just hit I fucking really, record. I, I take serious offense to that, Augie. I hold you. You don't think seri- you pick you don't think esteem. you pick up me better no, than everybody else? At, not even a little bit, my friend. <laughs> you and I have known each other now for a few years. I hold you in great esteem. I think that when you go on these diatribes that go on for several minutes after you ask a question, it's your favorite and then you, thing, right? Then you answer your own question. I mean, I I among the listeners absolutely love it. I love it. I think it is real I think, genuine, Augie. I, I love I, it. See? See, and I, that's what I wanted on forever. Andy likes Augie. Everything's positive. I do so everything good. right. I so do good. everything right in Andy's eyes. What's up, pal? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. What's fucking, up, pal? What a life. What a fucking life, man. All right. So so we asked you on. So it, again, another thing I'm sure you'll have fun making fun of is John and I swear we don't advertise our personal businesses on this thing and mostly that's fine because neither one of us yeah, really I'm, I'm, does I'm, anything I'm, I'm augie carton i own a brewery it's called carton brewing uh, we're right. talking okay. about boat like shit bitch i don't even listen to this podcast that often and i know that's not true <laughs> just saying we try not to because we don't often have shit worth topical and then all of a sudden you and john go you know all do. in on picking up an old ip and i was like well we got to get andy on because we're not going to let you talk about it no so welcome sir tell us let well Catch us up on what the biggest news of the month in my life was, was when the two of you, you know, like three years ago, you guys told me you might do this. And then I don't know where a month ago it happened. So talk about what's happened in the last month or the month leading into that month. Sure. I think the biggest news for me was um, I attended a super spreader event in Minneapolis (laughs) that uh, poisoned just about everybody I know, including me. And, me. Um, and so this is going to be an interesting occasion for me because I'm coming on a show that is known for blind drinking beers, but I have largely lost my sense of smell and taste. Oh, no shit. So, did you? Oh, no. We didn't yes, talk about that. I, I didn't know. I didn't realize this until I was at dinner with my, so we have been cooped up in my house with two kids under the age of four 
for two weeks who got COVID actually not from me, but from our friend who came over to take care of them while I was recuperating in the basement. Jesus. In my quarantine. Uh, so you up. had two strains in the house. Yeah. And so yeah. two different things, which I then think I caught the second one when I was tagged back in to come back upstairs uh, and hugged my daughter. And she just gave me the vid, the second right. version. <laughs> so like, when she I, coughed I got, in your eyeball. Oh, right yeah. in She's my, like, right God, in my mouth. Back, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, she was just waiting for it. So now I got a puppy, which is a real bright idea on our part. And we got two kids mm-hmm. under four and I've been stuck in the damn house. So yeah, I'm happy to talk about other stuff, but really it's yeah. COVID and I'm going to. And I'm, we launched this, a brand new business. Yeah. So, so this could, this yeah. could be, it's been a real eventful month. So I'm so so actually let 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 me reguide to so John has been and I'm sure you were the same Andy I just don't relate to as much but John's been because of young Hannah John's been very good about this considering all of our lots in life John was the John was the one who made it longest even on this podcast it went Kennedy Cass Carton Hall yeah um in order of getting it wait did Cass Um, get it. Oh, I assumed Cass, he was born with it. <laughs> I'm pretty Cass sure. Is, Cass I, I just strikes me as yeah. how New Jersey Cass created it. Yeah. Really I did. think Cass they, is how they, New Jersey got I made it. I made it back unscathed. <laughs> but, but have you ever had COVID? Me? No. I. This is this is the no, person I mean, I made. Cass. No, no, Cass. No. Oh, no. stop, Cass. Shocking. Oh, stop, <laughs> Cass. If I did, I didn't. Nobody, and if I did, I didn't know. Nope. Nobody believes Cass. He just has yeah. a, he's such a permanent uh, hangover state. It just feels like COVID. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait, wait. This isn't normal? I have <laughs> but no, but I, I was but anyway, not But here's what I'm saying. But here's what I'm saying. Stuff. But so yeah. you guys you guys launched this new business. Yes. At the time of... Oh, it's, so just from my own perspective, I did that bad cbc in colorado so i wasn't fired up to go to this one but as i looked you know at my socials and stuff it seemed everybody was there like this is the one where everybody's like all right oh yeah let's go back people, to cbc this was, this, this was nuts so like to, to sort of go but back you guys had answer- just launched this business so this was a very important week for you guys yeah, right there was yeah. no skipping yeah we had launched all about beer the thursday before and then that Sunday, I was in Minneapolis and Andy was there by Monday. Yeah. And so we, it was the first chance we got to get out there and talk to people. So I'll, I'll go back and answer your question. Yes. Hi, my name is uh, Andy Crouch. <laughs> and among other things, I am now the publisher of the newly reinvigorated All About Beer. And so John and I have been in discussions with the folks who had, you know, John, obviously, uh, he, as he may have said a time or two on here, besides being a former writer at the New York Times, also was a former editor at uh, All About Beer. And so... We have been in discussions with the folks, the folks who own um, owned All About Beer, and this has a long, storied, and and somewhat controversial history at times. But long story short, to cut through all of the all of the corporate side of it, we ended up you know ac- acquiring it back in January, and then basically spent about a month or two trying to get it up and running on the website, which had been down for a couple of years, and so that was a technical. You know, there's several. We don't even know how many pages are a part of this website. We think it's north of ten thousand. So it's a really substantial editorial archive that is sort of unparalleled in its value. Um, and so we spent a lot of time getting that back together, then trying to build a business. And CBC was a launch time for us. And it was the response was incredible, as John can attest. We had people coming up to us you know, who had been in the industry for 30 years. People have been in the industry for mere minutes, whatever. Everyone was so excited about you know, the relaunch of All About Beer. Um, and you know, I'm sure we would have loved to use the last couple of weeks to kind of build upon that. But you know, we got taken down by taken down by um, by uh, various various uh, other nefarious CBC uh, I probably the Brewers Association they're probably the reason that this happened but mm. um, 
and to, you know, but otherwise we're, we're excited to launch, you know, this new product because we, you know, this new business, because John has a huge history with it. I wrote for it for, you know, a number of times. I grew up kind of on the magazine reading it um, and, and just sort of loved it. And we are excited to bring this important brand back because frankly, like beer journalism is in a tough state. There have been so many places that have closed and, and what's left is kind of more of a sociological look at beer rather than one that I think is really kind of accessible from, from just sort of a consumer perspective. So we're looking to do a lot of different things. We're excited. So, so actually you, you touched on about 50 questions I have, so I'll try to pick them out in order of importance, but one of them is like, what do you think uh, both? I know both of you pretty well. One of you obviously intimately, but both of you value reporting and I know both of you are kind of annoyed by, I, I forget how you just said, I think you said sociological approach to beer, which is interesting. Where do you think, what do you think all about beer, those archives that seem to be the asset you've purchased did right in balancing that and guiding it? And what do you like, where, where is the line between it is a lifestyle thing, beer Verse, it is a business thing. And where do you guys want to walk? You know what I mean? What's the mission? And what mm-hmm. do you think they did so well in the past? Yeah, and what it, would you change about it? I think, I mean, part of that is a, a contrast to the other publications that were out there. You know, largely, you know, beer journalism kind of goes from highbrow to very lowbrow. And, and sort of, you know, one echelon was kind of the Bruce paper that was just, you know, tossed on the tossed on the floor of your local bar, your local brewery. And it you know, was written by people like who use pseudonyms like monkey boy and talked about like, you know, <laughs> other random, random shit. And like, you know, their beer knowledge may have been, you know, it was basically openings and closings and here's what's going to be on tap. And that's, and that's that. And that's fine. I, you know, but, some of the columns by the beer coach, I think were, were perfectly adequate for, for the era of the early 1990s. Sure. Yeah. And, and it very much captured, <laughs> kind of captured that era. But, you know, is it okay that I don't know what that is? No, I'm I, just making it up. That's like, oh, but say, I was going, I was going, I was like, that sounds good. Sure. I was like, you're Yogi. I don't want to, um, or the beer scribe. Like, there's all of these like ridiculous names that people, but what you're talking about, John, is blogging, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, because the free newspapers and then blogs came on. Oh, I got Yeah. No, no, these writers got paid at least, at least $15 for the columns. So you basically, you're touching on the most interesting thing i've seen recently again knowing both of you and your stance on that i saw somebody when you guys picked this up a person i don't know so uh, this was public so i'm sure if anybody saw it but somebody wrote on some comment you guys made or something else they made um it was somebody who'd written something for the old management Yep. Who'd written you guys a letter and been like, unless you're going to pay me what he owes me, take that shit down. And he said, you guys were, or she said, I don't even, I'm gendering it. I don't yep. even know who it was, yep. but they were like, um, you know, they totally took it down. No issue. And they seemed very satisfied by that. And I, can, but hey, when I, I read can... it, but when I read it, I kind of put a, an animosity towards the system. I was like, these guys just bought the thing. I doubt they have money to pay you, but I see it. And I know where you guys stand. So have you gotten much of that or am I just aware of what No, case? actually, that's the thing is that obviously with All About Beer, it has this huge, long-standing reputation, very, very positive for the most part. But obviously it ended under you know, not great circumstances and it left a lot of people, whether they were vendors or advertisers or writers or subscribers, 
a bit high and dry. So we expected some animosity and prepared for it, frankly. Yeah. And that was maybe the only comment that we got that was at all. Okay. And we, you know what, as someone who has written plenty of articles over the years for which I have not been paid as any yeah. freelance writer has, uh, frankly, as any vendor probably has at some point, you've been stiffed by somebody. I get that. And, you know, yeah. that obviously wasn't us. And, you know, we have a website with 10,000 articles, don't have access necessarily to all of the former contracts or the books or anything like that. But yeah, anybody who you know has come to us, huh. it's been exactly one person. We addressed it. So well, whoever response- that person was, it was so funny. As I read, it, I was like, there's no no way they got any resistance from John Hall on this. John Hall. No, John, John no I, I took it down before like Andy came to me and he's like, Hey, I'm trying to find this piece that, that this writer is mentioning. Like, oh, I took that down hours ago. Yeah. yeah I, was I was like, like John Hall was, fucking yeah. hates not, writers I, not getting paid. I was like, I gave you access to the website. I was like, I didn't know. I was like, yeah. I mean, I've, I've locked him out of the finance. I'm clearly I weakened by COVID. Like, yeah. Come on. Like he's supposed to stay in his box um, and stay in but, his lane. But I'll right, get, hold, I mean, on, John, point, hold though, on, John. Hold on, John. Hold on, John. Speaking right. of weakened by COVID, we do need to get to the black glass. Mm. Uh, so let's I, just introduce it. Can I also tell you, you haven't even bothered to introduce your show yet? Oh, he oh, doesn't. Well, no, five o'clock on Monday. I don't do any of that shit. Well, Andy. you don't do any of that? That just is done like. No, we just roll into it. I don't. I also I mean, don't say like, Mr. 300 wise ass comment. Like it's, yeah. No, Mr. Wise ass comment. I don't even say I'm Walkie Carton of Carton Brewing. No, you no, you never miss the opportunity to say that. Let's be honest. Anyway, all right. So, Andy, I know you're okay, weakened man. here. I'm going to make this very easy on you. Um, I do, so, do the talk. Do the talk. All right. What brings us together on Steel This Beer is a candid conversation of beer. What it is, not what we hoped it would be, what it tastes like, not how hard it was to get, what's going on, not what's going on in the scene. To facilitate I've, I've that, we drink never, Can I stop you? I've never understood yeah. that. You always say, not what we hoped it would be. But then you go on to always talk about what you hope the beer would be. So what the fuck no, no, is no, that? No, 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 no. So, all right. So I can explain that to you. So oh, please do. I'm the, sure. He's going to tell you why you're wrong. Hold yeah. on a second. The, I'm going to no, go downstairs I'm going to explain that logic. And maybe Andy can edit it for me now that he's an editor. Um, so the logic is, well, well, we're start, yeah. oh, you're the publisher? That's a better title. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, disagree. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. what the editors always think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The editors, while you pat them on the head. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so when this all started, part of what the discussion that began it was, was people cherishing bottles at the time like CBS and not actually mm-hmm. drinking them, like getting them, putting them in their cellar, waiting for the right moment. And the conceit was, if we don't know what it is, if we haven't brought it, we can just drink it and talk about what it is without what it was supposed to be. Right. So that's mm-hmm. blind. So we didn't buy CBS because it's the da 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 da. Somebody put it in our glass and we drank it. And without knowing what it is, we can just talk about what it's doing and without any of that pretense. And then we can reveal. So that's the what we hoped it would be. Right. It's, it's like when you take your wife to the best restaurant in town for your anniversary and it has to be the best dinner of the year. So it's either going to be the greatest thing ever, or the worst thing ever. There's no. Oh, it was nice. And I prefer right? it to be the so, worst thing ever because that gives me something to bitch well, about. But frankly, I just, that's did, you. I just did this on Friday night and I was like, wow, this is an amazing restaurant and I can't taste anything on the menu. I was going to say, like, it was was amazing. Gonna say, that was when I realized you loved it because I've been eating bland food for the last however long. We're just like basically <laughs> trying to our kids have been out of daycare for 10 days. We're just trying to serve. We're in survival mode. Here. That is I'm eating peanut, terrifying. I'm eating, peanut, I'm eating peanut butter sandwiches, basically every meal. And I get out to a great meal and I was like. I can tell this is really rich, but as it turns out, I can't taste anything. So I'm super excited to get into the black glass part of this. Wow. Right, well, I'm going to make it easy. So my hope here, 
was that Kennedy sent you nothing but New England clam chowder because of your love of it. That is not but, uh, what I think I have. But no, no, no. But he sent you a very gentlemanly, wonderful kickoff, a bright, you know, pre Memorial Day. I'm going to say it's a brown lager of some kind, right? Yeah. Hall? I mean, vestiges and, of ESB, like there's, there's some but sort it of smells like, like, like a, it smells like uh, my favorite brown ale, but it dries yeah. Newberg, but it, but it tastes, it's got like lager finish. You know what I mean? So I think it's Newberg's malt bill with a, with a pretty yeah. lager yeast. So <clears throat> my dead COVID palate tongue and nose, I think this is a beta amber. Wow. That's as best I can get. Okay. It's wow. mildly malty. There's like a little harsh or a little like harshness slash maybe bitterness on the finish. Yeah. But all I can taste is bitter. That's when I realized the other night I was like, I'm just ordering Negronis because I can't taste this cocktail. I have. like, nice. I'm, just leaning in, I'm leaning into bitter. Nice. So, like, yeah. bitter. It, it actually worked beautifully. <laughs> I was like, I know what that tastes like. Uh, and that is such an angry Andy Crouch move. You know, Fuck there's, prob- there's probably an article in that. Um, <laughs> I'm, I probably. Just alcohol delivery devices in the age of COVID. I, Bob, I will say Bob that Peace it terrifies destroyed my palate. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I, 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 we hadn't talked about your symptoms. I had no idea that you weren't tasting because I never lost my sense of taste or smell because um, I was testing it every six hours. I was cutting oranges and yeah. smelling everything that I could just to make sure, because that was terrifying yeah. to me to, to lose it. So I'm, yeah, no, I'm loving it so far. This is great. Yeah, this is, so. yeah, you sound happy. Um, yeah, there, there, like I said, there's a nuttiness to it. The hops are kind of low. Um, I, I, I'll probably go along with the lager just because it has a little bit of that crispy dry finish to it. Yeah, it's got that um, nice kind of minerally tang too, that the ale yeast would hide. Yeah, is it there's all like, that's is like it a all little... Like- lightly smoky or dark like roasted malt to the finish or is that just my dead yeah no that's what i'm saying that's the that's the malt i'm talking about it's not no okay maybe not all the way to smoky okay but it's that pretty husk grain astringency Mm -hmm. against a brown sugar but very light like i said if you know brown to me it it tastes it tastes like their malt it tastes like a spot on dialed in lightly brown malt bill and then the yeast rather than rounding that out is drying it out and then there's there's a good whack of hops somewhere in there right because that's the bitter yeah but the hops are not they're not late there's no flavor right yeah so, I, they're like herbal. yeah and it like, tastes like nothing no yeah, no no there's, there's like, like herbal. yes there's yeah, like no. a bitterness but not like a, a yeah. any real character yeah, like, like a like a like a proper lager hopping yeah. you know what i mean this, this is one of those beers so we're recording this on an afternoon here on the east coast where it is like 90 degrees out, um, but there's a nice breeze. There's some 81 and it's humid. All right. Well, I'm not, I got, I got 95. (laughs) Yeah. It's beautiful. This is a great beer to start the day off with, because I think if you go too light, um, you might just stick with that all day where one or two of these to start your day off, you can then kind of go in any different direction afterwards. So this is a really nice beer for the situation we're in right now. Cass is well too, guys. By the way, oh, okay. Oh, Cass, oh, Cass, yeah. what do you got? Yeah, well, as as I just finished up some yard work here and and reached for this because I knew we were drinking this afternoon. It, it is hitting the spot it, it, in the fact that it, it it's like light, but also feels filling at the same time. And I think that's just you know all those roasty flavors and everything that everybody's highlighting, talking about ESB and definitely some sort of ale. I don't know if it's lager, but you know, I, it, it it's definitely the perfect 
party starter for today. Can I just say real quick before we do the reveal that since we were talking about CBC and the Craft Brewers Conference, Andy and I happened upon uh, the Ironheart booth where Cass was full on holding court. God, there were like 10 or 12, <laughs> 12 people who were wrapped at attention. And I was like, like they were surrounding him like he was. Circus have I walked into? Yeah, he, he was like <laughs> Moses, <laughs> Moses of mobile canning. Where he was like, hey, hey, look, it's, it's John Hall, word. all about beer. Hey, uh, hey. Not even that, not even that. Uh, there are a lot of fans fans of the show stopped by uh, the booth as well. They're like, holy shit, it's Cass. So uh, <laughs> that was actually the, the Amherst <laughs> Brewing in Massachusetts. So shout out to, uh, to that holy gang. Shit, holy shit, it's Cass. And Cass has <laughs> that contract right in front of them. It's like, you can see me all the time. Just yeah, I'll, come, I'll come to yeah. your shop. <laughs> I'll tell Justin to get you on the show. Yeah, um, I can yeah, sneak right. you on the show. If we'll John and Augie get drunk enough, I can sneak you on the show <laughs> if you sign this. Uh, uh, but that was great to see. It was great to see Cass and uh, Cass and his element. Um, and I told him, what did I tell John? I said, John, Cass doesn't have any goddamn money. Let's go. Yeah, we're here to sell. Cass isn't going to advertise with us. They've Publisher. already allocated their cash elsewhere. So let's move oh, on. Oh, yeah. Cass, you better fix that. Keep in mind all the free advertising I've given you in the last eight years. Anyway, <laughs> um, so we got to write our sentences. None of us did, but I think I did. we did. It's and a Cass great. Did. It's a great sunny afternoon beer, right? I think I like John. I really did like your note about it's a good place to start. So you don't get stuck in classic Pilsner world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I really like that. Because it definitely has that. I'm going to say I'm going to it. So, yeah, I'm going to hear here that 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 if 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 this was a classic Kennedy German Pilsner, that might have gotten locked in for the afternoon. But this gives me a lot of places to pivot to you know what i mean so thank you for that note that's very fucking cool um all right and angry i think it's a good good you know starter builder you got a lot out of it maybe your nose is coming back i'm praying i'm praying yeah um all right so let's reveal it there kennedido this is from Schilling beer company in new hampshire it is a czech amber lager it's petron 11 is the uh it's what it's I've walked Czech- away from my can, so you got to tell me what it says. I'm not looking at it. The Czech Amber Lager. <clears throat> it's called Petrin 11. I don't know that I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it is a traditional Czech mash and decoction schedule brewed with 100% Czech source ingredients. Amber Lager displays notes of biscuit, honey, and toasted almonds. A hint of fresh floral hops provides balance. Refreshing finish is what they say on the website. Schilling is the uh, the ones who had the name uh, Resilience, right? Yep. And then Sierra ba- uh, borrowed that for their beer. Yep. And yeah. then do isn't, I, do I know and like them? Have for... they been on the show? They've not been on the show. Uh, we've had a lot of a few of their beers on the show, though. I meant one of the, their uh, beers been on the is show. Is it one of their guys running for Senate? Yep. I was about to say no. One of the one of the co-owners is a is a Trumper, and uh, he is running for not no no judgment there, but. Uh, you know, he's running for Congress, uh, basically anti-tax, anti-government, uh, anti-things going on at the border. So just interesting. Okay. I didn't know that, Andy. Thank you. Wait, if you're, wait, just, if you're from, more, but if you're from Vermont, Justin Kennedy from Brooklyn is now, uh, is now, is yeah, now thank about, you about to lose world. his lib card. But, um, but my former favorite brewery. Just stating facts. If, 
If you're from Vermont, that's your stance. That's, that's New, New, Hampshire. New, Hampshire. New Hampshire. Oh, it that is wouldn't, New Hampshire. That would, that would not work in that I was going to say, that's Vermont. a New Hampshire approach to life. No, this I is, didn't this realize is North, this, is, uh, this is Littleton. So this is, this is up there. Like, it's on the border, this, though, right? Yep, of... It is on the border. But it's on, it's on the New Hampshire side. So. Sure. The Canadian border or the Vermont border? Vermont the Vermont border. border. Oh, okay. yeah. There's a little map with a, a giant star that could really be anywhere. Uh, on the side of the can there but that's that's up near god's country so that's uh, okay. oh yeah i see what you're saying it's a uh, tasty bevy thank it you is. for that it makes, it yeah. makes a right. really delightful german style beer up there i'm gonna pour two um john you were about to say something before i got us focused um Probably. if you want to finish that thought fine if you've forgotten it also I fine promote 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 no, I, uh, I, honestly so where we are so when that writer reached out I mean, we were ready for it and and we had had a lot of discussions well you had about... both been burned in the same way that writer was right sure these guys yeah. didn't leave. I, mean, I, I don't know you if guys was, taking I was. care of yeah. no, else, elsewhere certainly but you know, yeah no this is when you got to pivot um, and talk about the positive come on no so, exactly and that so, so, and so, so that's the thing so when we relaunched this we wanted to make sure when yeah, we relaunched all of here and the We've website got a foamer. This one's gone oh, crazy. Up. It did. This one was very happy to see me too. Yeah. So Ooh. you're not alone in that. Oh, okay. oh, geez. Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy. Um, yeah, it's super. It's super yeah. Justin's fault. Yeah. Um, I oh, mean, the this, good news is the good news is. Week, have you so. guys tasted it yet? No. The good news is that foaming is from the yeast on purpose, not from the yeast by accident. That's Ooh. exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, <laughs> so we wanted to make sure, though, that you know. With it, with an understanding of the past, though, that as we move forward, Ooh, uh, we want to make sure that we're bringing the best content in, and that we're making sure that that content creators, writers, editors, illustrators, photographers are getting paid for their work. Um, and so, uh, it's been a, a, a slow burn so far, but there's been advertisers who have come on. We're doing the the traditional advertising model, um, and following the success of this show of you know Patreon.com/slash/SteelThisBeer. Um, there's also a patreon.com slash all about beer. Uh, oh, and, that's, and that's going to go and fund writers, photographers, illustrators, editors to, to really bring the content that the magazine has always been known for uh, you know, into a new right, So The, the one question I keep meaning to ask that keeps getting is where can you write the check to? Hold yeah, on. I'll tell yeah, you. Stop it. Yeah, Seal the Spear is going to be your first big advertiser. Uh, but anyway, um, but, but Will there be print? Is there plans for print? Are Not you at the moment. It? How does that work? There's no plans for print at the moment. Um, you okay. know, honestly, even so, when I left the magazine back in 2017, the tide was starting to change, and print was really robust and still doing really well, and had a lot of subscribers that were looking forward to the magazine every two months. Um, but what my interactions with folks out in the field, both professional uh, brewing professionals and readers was people were saying that one they really liked the podcast uh that i was doing uh the the after two beers show actually yeah that's my next question right. do you get that ip back now i know yeah. we were avoiding that for a while yeah no we have that so is after two beers going to be your 97th podcast you uh, monthly, no we're gonna or? keep we're gonna keep uh uh drink beer think beer um no, but you, maybe you, we'll you, bring you, after two beers no, you back. have to do it because you have you're on every single podcast that is out there in the beer space mm -hmm. with the exception of the gbh one and that's their loss they really should have you on there and, uh, anytime anytime mike wants me to call and guest host i'm happy to do it i hate when you guys do this what's mike oh don't know just, no, just, just fine you're oh, you fine. andy brought you it up 
Yeah. I just right. want to point it out. Andy but would you would you all yeah. get your like writer's circle? You're like blah blah yeah, blah, blah, blah blah blah. Um, short it's, no, it's, it's like, like listening. It's like when sales wine. talks to. So you. we have that back. But to you want me to talk about wine, Andy? You know I, I, you know I do. Please tell me wine. more about that. I will fucking talk about wine, Andy. And Crouch. you know, here's the thing: <laughs> the magazine used to talk about wine, and it used to talk about other beverages as well. There's a whole column called Beyond Beer that we used to do regularly. Yeah, this that is why you would do that in a magazine called All About Beer. Well, <laughs> just like my first article for this for this new online was about seltzer. So, yeah. but here, but here's the thing: the magazine has always been, and the brand has always been about covering things that beer touches, which yeah. beer touches quite a bit. And so, we want to get back into that, and we're certainly going to get back into that. And there is new original content up on the website. There's more coming out. Um, but you know what I was saying was in '17 when I left, right after uh, Hannah was born. Um, People were changing their media habits and online, you know, people are using their phones more, which is why those bruise papers that Andy was talking about, those free ones that would be dropped off at the bar. It's why they kind of went away because people had phones at the bar. And if you have good social media, which we certainly do at all about beer on all of the platforms. Oh God. Look at hey, that. Man. Hey, I just steal this back all the time. Off, so don't, you know, off. so I'm just simply saying that, digital is the future for us for now that doesn't mean that now and again we won't do special print issues i'd like to be able to do that but the immediate focus is uh having advertisers yeah. see the value in us having patreon see the value in us and then giving that value to writers photographers illustrators getting stuff up online and you know getting yeah. back in front of people i mean the magazine was down for for two years before andy and i came back in you know we missed brute i pa completely it's so um, what about what about what was that glitter beer the blera boys made me drink did you guys do a glitter article i feel like glitter beer hasn't really left it's just low-key under the surface yeah. i had one last it's summer. there though man it was amazing it's there though it shows I'm up it. i'm all it I'm shows all about up it. so long story short content beer content isn't all right free. but let's support but let's us. get back to beer content <clears throat> support us blah 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 um is this, is this a <clears throat> is this either a wit beer or, or is this a wheat beer Am I right? So or I, I, I think you're wrong, but I know why you're oh, saying God. it. So Ugh, so what's fun so about close. this, young Andy, is it's fun watching you lean into the five feelings rather than the 50 million aromas. Yeah. Um, and I think you've got a little aromatics because I, I well, I could be totally wrong, but I think it's a Saison. Ooh, yeah, um, I get that. And yeah. I get that tiny bit of bubble gum and clove that would introduce wit if you didn't have the other shit going on, but yeah, I, didn't, frothiness, I hadn't even tasted it. I hadn't even tasted it. Yet. Okay. So taste it. So the frothiness, well, then your nose is back. Cause there's definitely those two kind That's of cool. classic German wheat, German wheat phenolics in there, but on the palate, it's a little slick, but not in a bad way, like honeyed. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and the, remember the gush, which says to me, Cezanne yeast. Mm. So those are, that's where I'm, that's where I'm, I'm living here, but I like it. It's I'm getting a tiny little bit of like lavender soap note to it as well. Yeah. There's a, there's a nice floral note to this. Yeah. But like, 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 like high end hand soap lavender, you know what I mean? Like, like nice restaurant, not the foam shit, but like, like you pump. Yeah. Cass, Cass, the king of the aromatic hand soaps. Um, Anyway, so I love it. I'm happy to drink it. I think it follows the brown well. I'm kind of really mad at Justin for not sending you like six versions of other half Citra Week stuff. Just yeah, I can't. I can't really get away up, with like two amazing styles. Yeah, that's gonna be the second show. 
Jeff, this is clear. This is clearly Justin but wait, to this abuse is clearly... in like six weeks now. So I feel like he's being nice to us. Yeah, the next time we do this show, I miss you guys. The fuck you, barley wines. I miss yeah. you guys. Yeah. By the way, I totally intend I to keep. To like Andy, me, I keep Andy around. I totally intend to try to keep Andy around for episode two today as well, since sure. it's a catch-up episode. I am fine. Yeah, but, it means I don't. But I'm still trying to get parent. all the. I'm trying to get all the all the about beer stuff into episode one, so we can That's do fine. our usual giving each other shit stuff on episode two. Great. But um. But I'm also kind of hoping that there's, you know, there is yeast soup in the other two cans because Which these two, have, these two cans fine. have been so gentlemanly. So, so just here's a beer that you'll enjoy drinking, Augie. Yeah, Thanks, Kennedy. These are the best. Like, I'm, I'm excited about this. Like, yeah, hmm. no, this is. And I will say this, Andy, as far as your recovery goes, that neither one of them is heavy handed. They're both pretty subtle beers. Okay, thank God. So that really, that really does make me. I mean, you're getting people... into the. You're getting into them is promising. Imagine, like, I mean, this is like one of the worst. Night- you know, John's not wrong. Like, this is my worst nightmare. Like, oh, so losing my sense so... of taste and smell for somebody who does what we do for for just a living or just for our passion, Andy. This is nightmare. When I caught it. I did lose my sense of smell for about 50 hours. And so just real quick, I think I've told this story on the show, but basically I was washing my hair and I didn't smell the shampoo. Yeah. And I hate, like, I don't like. And he uses fancy high-end well, shampoos. I, I, that no, I don't. In, like, I fancy don't. Restaurants. I really don't. You know what I use? It's funny. I use this rosemary Plus. scented. I use this rosemary scented, like hippie anti-tick shampoo. My wife bought for my kids at some point, but because I hate like fake smells, this thing was like supposed to be rosemary oil gets ticks away. So when my kids were babies, my wife bought it for them. And I've just stayed with it ever since, even though they all use all those fucking like L'Oreal perfume stuff. But it still smells a lot like rosemary. So I was washing my hair, didn't smell any rosemary and fucking freaked out. Yeah. And I went for a hike where I almost walked into the sea like the end of Sopranos or something. Like I was just like, I don't see what the value of going on yep. here is. I had no value to the world if I can't smell in. Like every single thing oh, I do, I have I have friends in my who, personal who have, relationships and yeah. in my business is based on sharing flavor. No, I have friends <laughs> who have anosmia, and it is it is my nightmare. It is like a yeah, complete complete nightmare. Yeah. All right. Anyway, but I didn't want to take it, sir. I want to stay on Alabama, but I get it. But like I said, so let's quick write a sentence for this lovely little. Real, really quick though, I went to allaboutbeer.com and typed in glitter just to see if there was mm-hmm. glitter and there is an article from a Randy picture Mosher of Bob Olson from 17 years ago yeah, that shows up here uh, that uses the word glittering. Ooh, uh, close, close. Look at that archive. 17 years, 17 years Fuck ago. Me. Um, wow. That's try you, that. you two are so fucking welcome. Try, try, better try that hop culture. That. Uh, <laughs> Beat that. You're yeah. Whatever. Permanent hangover. <laughs> <You> fucking TikTokers. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a TikTok. It's at All About Beer on TikTok. Oh as my well. God, John! Um, how many dances? John out there doing the dances. How many dances have you done, John? I, I, listen, this is this is. John, I the hope. future of beer journalism is Han- you. Hannah dancing. is definitely going to run it. Listen, no here's doubt. no, no, no. Hannah is going to have a much better <laughs> life than being an ink-stained wretch. But um, <laughs> if she wants, uh, I'll support whatever she wants to do. But uh, um, good dad. But, good dad. But, but but what I will what what I will say is. Steal This Beer has been the most steady employment that I've had for the last seven years. And this is <laughs> what you, barely what a job. You've worked for like six magazines during that time. Yeah, That's I impressive. understand. Steal This has been the most steady thing that I have. 
I would love for All About Beer to be my last full-time job. That's what you said so, about Beer Edge. You should have said those same words. <laughs> and then actually re- perfect, Eddie. Perfect, then Eddie. Then recently, he was like, he was like, he's like, should we basically drown Beer Edge in the tub? And I was like, what yeah. are you talking about? No. So what happens, no, what happens to Beer Edge? What Slender. happens to Beer Edge? Does Beer, Beer Edge just gets subsumed under no, Beer, this? No, Beer or? Edge remains, and it is the business side of our of, mm-hmm. of our writing. So, like, we have a contract, and we have an, you know we have a partnership with Pro Brewer, and we do content for that site um, twice yeah, a we'll, week. Yeah, we'll do other stuff for you know on the business okay. side there. But you know, we'll do a little business stuff at All About Beer, but really to be more consumer facing. Though, frankly, a lot of brewers also want to read that as well. Uh, but for more hardcore, you know, industry based stuff that they're just two separate products. And so, yeah. you know, they, okay, it kind of so, works well. It works well for us. Which I think brings me back to my first question that you skirted in the, in, in, in order to promote your new business, you shill. That's, but, yeah, um, that's what I'm here for. Patreon.com. I could be outside sitting here? in my yard. I'm here talking <laughs> I to yo-yos. No, you can't be sitting in your yard. You're contagious. You're on COVID three. This no, month. no, no. I'm, I'm way past that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is the problem is that I got COVID at CBC. That was two weeks ago. Two and a half oh, weeks ago. Yeah, but then you recaught it. This new strain recatches. Anyway, but what I'm right. saying is, so so, give me your vision for, and I know it's a website now, but let's just pretend it's still a print. Let's divide it up. What's your vision for lifestyle of beer, business of beer, oh, news is this, of beer? Is this you angling for your column? Is that what no, this my is? Column, is that the windup? Like, is that man. the windup for? But F my question, my anything? question is because because the thing is, you know, I envision Andy as the saltiest old soul in the and, world. And, and I don't see back. him being like, yeah, I don't you're not see wrong. him being like, like, Hey, oh, no. Alex kid, write us some shit about barley wine. Cause you do it in a funny way. No, I, I, Hey, the reason I write is to start shit. That is what I want to do. That's what I've always done. You know, I love beer implicitly. I love flavor. I love all of it, but you know, we'll do things such as, you know, writing about travel, you know, writing about, you know, the, you know, it's okay. like 36 That's hours. That's what I'm asking. In, like, what's the spread? How does it work? In Boston, 36 hours in Nashville, that kind of style stuff. 36 also, hours in Boston. You guys have two beers. No, barely, barely. 30, <laughs> no, the most, you know, 34 of those hours you're sleeping. Because everything's yeah. everything's closed, and then the everything's ten the percent. And the other two hours, yeah, the other two hours you're at notch. Five, five, nope, no bullshit. Five thirty this morning, my son wanders into our room, wakes me up as he does every morning. I go in to brush my teeth, and he looks at me. He goes, "Daddy, can we go to notch today?" I said, "I love you." Like, Damn right we can. We were just there on Friday, but we can go back. That's fine. Yeah. Right. He's like, "I'm raising him right." This this is how Daddy's figuring out his taste buds. But we're gonna Kills do, yeah, you know, we'll do, we'll do columns. You know, we're, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I wrote a column for a very long time, a bit of a, a angry opinion column for, for beer advocate. We'll, re, we'll I remember. Re, we're gonna restart that. Yeah, you know, I, I miss John that. Will do some of that. I we'll do that. a lot of. I can't wait to do features and long form profiles. Uh, but we're also just gonna do stuff that's successful. We're gonna just talk about what's going on in the beer industry and, and you know, just talk, you know, just talk beer. I mean, and and now that doing. and now that you're the publisher and actually own everything, Co-owns. will you name it "Fuck Co-owns. Everything You Like" by Andy Crouch? I like can you name always it. Yeah, I, to? I basically could, assuming that fits. Fuck on everything a U- you like this week with Andy. If it Crouch. fits on a URL, that's fine. <laughs> and a T-shirt, even better. But Buy you know, here's merch. the thing: it, it's not just going to be us who's writing. And this is yes, and, exactly. and Andy and I have had this conversation a lot of the time. All about beer launched the careers in beer writing for a lot of people like yeah. Brian Roth or Jesse Bassard, or, you know, there's all these folks who are in and around beer, you know, today. Um, you know, I mean, one of my first earliest bylines in a national magazine was in all about beer. Like, so there's, there's this a is lot after of the gray lady. 
Uh, it it was. That's why okay. I said national magazine. I just wanted context um, here. There's yeah. a difference between a, a, a broadsheet yeah, it was, and it was a, a, it was yeah. a step up from the Times. But yeah. yeah, obviously. Hey, man, I got to you know. Uh, but either way, there's so many great voices out there these days that are looking yeah. to be paid for good writing, and we want, we want to, to be able to do that to them because that's the legacy of the magazine. That's the history of the magazine, and that is the thing that I actually take most seriously. And 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 I know we're being jokey about this and all that, but you know, this magazine was founded in 1979. This thing is older than Sierra Nevada, and it has been there throughout most of beer's history in the last 50 or so years, 40, you know, 45 years, um, glitter beer and brute IPA aside, you know, but we're going to write something about glitter now because it's what people are talking about. And they are the great writer. Nobody's talking about glitter. We're absolutely as the editor, I'm saying right now, John, within the next six months, there's going to be an article about glitter. Allow me to pitch in your editorial meeting here. Just have somebody write something about cold IPA and how it's just brewed IPA, which is really just try hot blogger. And you can knock like 18 boxes. You're afraid you missed in the last 730 days off your list. Done. Sold. No, Boom. because you know, Roasted. I want to talk about biotransformation. I want to talk about you what do Kevin not. Davey is doing out at Glitter does Wayfinder. nothing for biotransformation. Oh, dude. not glitter. No, I thought we were talking <laughs> about cold IPA. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, um, hey, what's beer two, Justin? Oh yeah, wait, wait, we didn't, we did rewrite our sentence. Yeah, beer, beer two, two is but... the type of beer that you have over fun conversations with people that you enjoy hanging out with. True, but I'll tell you what, I would swap what I like about what Justin did here, and I guess we just needed to give him a little break and go to Miami all on our own, John. But oh, that was fun. Both of these start today right expensive right like as as good as one was two does the same thing you said it does yeah it's got just enough yeast character to be like maybe i don't want another pilsner maybe i want a brown lager yeah i wasn't sure which order to put these in but uh i like like what you did i like what you did these things showed up at my house and my wife takes a look at these things when I open it and she's like, what the fuck is this? I was like, oh, by the way, on Sunday, guess what? You're like there, anthrax. You're yeah. Kids, and I'm going upstairs to drink with these knuckleheads. That's right. And uh, I was like, Augie. I got to tell you, I was like, depending on what's in those those cans, like this could shit could go sideways. It could, it could be delirious go quickly. But thank you, Justin, for not completely destroying my marriage. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, so Justin far. tried Dude, back in wait, December here's my and question. almost succeeded until this turns out to be a 13 percent like yeah, <laughs> yeah 13 like, percent like wheat wine or something that fell apart. Um, yeah. But so wait, it just occurred to me in my plan to have you back for episode two. Justin, you only sent him two beers, right? I did send him just two. Yeah, sorry about Fuck. that. No, that's on out. me. That's on me. It just occurred, but you know what I'm saying, like because you know, John. There's no way the next two. Oh yeah, aren't, no, I, like that, he's he's clearly rope doping us right now, right? Yes, he's doing these gentle, sweet little things. He's so nice. He wants to make sure you're around for the next episode. That's <laughs> not true. He this fucking been, loves to. I was going to say this has been Justin's steady employment, but that that's actually not true. Justin has a, a real respectable job in the in the real world. <laughs> by the way, I'm by sorry, the way, I just beer went back doesn't to... pay beer writing doesn't and beer podcasting does not pay Justino. Like I just went back uh, to uh I just went back to beer patreon.com slash all about beer is uh is is ready yeah. to fund Justin Kennedy. Bang. Oh uh, yeah, what there the world go. needs now is a new Italian lager article. Um it does, it does actually. We need new everything. Daddy needs a new pair of everything. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is for me? Because you know how I love to tell all of a story. Uh-huh. Somebody was in the brewery complimenting Frustra, 
and wanting to know how it came about to be. And I, and to try to explain to him that this guy I happen to be friends with, with a silly little podcast we do, wrote an article that changed the way people talk about dry hop lagers as Italians. And I thought I was making a joke about his article that's now turned into my most popular lager. That was like the longest, hardest story I ever tell. Starting with, so Justin Kennedy, he's like, who the fuck is Justin Kennedy? <laughs> well, to understand this beer, you first need to go back to... I need to send you this article to read it. It all started in 1982 in rural Virginia. It was one of the funniest things. I was like, so Justin Kennedy, and and I just take for granted that people know who he is. This is just some Atlantic Highlands local in the tasting room. He's like, who's Justin Kennedy? I'm like, fuck. You're like, well, not those Kennedys. (laughs) This is going to be a long ass story. (laughs) This is going to be a long ass story. I mean, so Justin, you're pretty much just living off the royalties of those beer sales now, huh? Exactly. Right. Yeah, I get I get a chip of everyone that's made. So nice. you know. that's that's where the money <laughs> is. That's right. No beer two. Oh. Um, oh yeah, what is beer two? Beer two was sent to me from a former guest of the show, um, Wait, Zach, no. Nich- Zach Nichols from Cellar West Brewing like in Zach. Lafayette, uh, Colorado. Yeah, he he wanted you guys to blind this, and uh, oh, I said, we did. I'll do it. So this is called this is Cellar West Brewing from Lafayette, Colorado. Flitter saison. Glitter? Uh, There's glitter in this beer? Oh, shit. I thought it was glitter, too. Glitter with an F. Glitter with Hold on. You're saying that you're doing the bin thing. Oh, flitter. Well, this thing's made with using pure snow melt from nearby peaks. That's cool. (laughs) Mashed by hand and fire brewed in small batches. I do do not get any of the notes that are on the back of this can. What are the notes? I'm still What are the notes? Read them to me. Too old. Spelt malt wheat flavor. Hey, this is Justino's job. Do not step on his dick oh, okay. here. Come, yeah. on. <laughs> Come on. Intertones of biscuit and almond, a subtle measure of American hops, lends heavenly notes of spiced pineapple in a Riesling. No. Dry nope. can condition. No. Nope. Tell me you don't drink Riesling without telling me you don't drink Riesling. <laughs> right, here we go. You knew there was a line <laughs> reference in this episode. <laughs> Nailed it. Augie is the new Beyond the landing. columnist at All About Beer magazine. Stuck the landing. Um, um, no, but it's a saison, right? And also, yeah. look at oh, if you have saison. your cans, okay, look yeah. on the bottom of your cans. This is the best date coating I've ever seen. Oh, 20422? No, with the nice. sticker. The oh, sticker, yeah. not a laser. Sticker. No laser, <laughs> Andy, stickered. Just so you know, I just started boxing beers, and we have to use the stickers because our laser won't write on the cardboard at two ends of the thing. <laughs> so I literally have like an Acme yeah. pricing gun just That's like That's awesome. And I'm just hitting every case. So, I mean, it matches the number inside the can, but for the people... Like, I don't want people tearing open the boxes to be like, when was this made? So these stickers are a, a way to solve the problem. All right. But this this has got to be hard to actually use that sticker gun on. You're going to have to put this on by hand. That's why this you have a flat friends. surface. No way. No I'm way. Like, this is a this is like a concave. <sighs> I don't know, There's man. definitely a sticker gun designed for that. If sticker guns like were made to, see... to like. A professionally shot amazing. video by Brian Cass of Andy Crouch using a price gun sticker <laughs> on all of the cans. Please go to patreon.com slash all about beer. No, dude, steal <laughs> this beer. I also the... steal this beer. Here's the thing. So much reason. This is this. this is the weird thing. And shut Andy's going to be annoyed about this. But here's the weird thing, your, right? You shut your whore mouth in. No, no, no. This is the weird thing because I don't want this show to end. And it's certainly not going to end. But I want people and I think people can support both. And I, I, I hope don't that people tell see the people, value. 
don't tell people that they can buy advertising on this show while you're out there whoring yourself around for Andy no, by giving money to you. You're not going to – no. no Patreon.com I have said for years you should sell advertising on the show. I, this is, you guys are not monetizing this. Justin could quit all of the other side gigs that he has, like fixing bikes or like <laughs> hat, hat brims flatter or whatever he does. Like there are all sorts of things that we could do for him. If you Think saw just, Justin's you – know, his, his weekend job Justin's, at the haberdashery. Yeah. If you saw Justin's brim flattener technology, you would not be saying what you're saying. <laughs> All right. So, Augie, this is your chance because wow. I'm already on board. But this is your chance to now talk to the publisher of All About Beer uh, about the job that you want. Oh, I want to do the the uh, the Dear Abby column of the magazine. That's fine. That sounds good. That's what I want to do. I just I want people to write it with anything. Anything because you know, like life coach, Augie, like you know, you think you're qualified for relationship? Shit? Yeah, absolutely. I'm as qualified as Dear Abby, that's true, but um, it's true, but yeah. So, j- the joke we make on the show, especially on our Facebook page, is life coach Augie is going to give you advice. So, that's what I want. Life coach Augie says, and I want it to be, uh, yeah. I want to be, I want people to write it with anything. No, it's, Mash people, temp, yeah, no, what people triathlon. want right now is to, is to get more advice from a middle aged white guy, they love that. They love it. Sounds they good. love it. They love it. And I can give you advice on not getting advice from middle-aged white guys. Even better. Even better. That's what I'm here for. That's what I want to John, John. I was like, I want to do advice column. Yeah. You've, Life been, coach tra- you've, been, says, you've been angling off this for years. No matter where I've worked, yeah. Augie's like, so so you're ready for my Life coach Augie. Column? Even better. That's Augie right. doesn't really need the money, so we can pay him that like that $25, $15 rate. Yeah, you get that Ale Street news. I don't know. I don't know. I know you I know you've been locked down in your negotiations to pick up this very valuable IP slash mm-hmm. coughing on your children. But I gave up Wall Street, buddy. I'm not rich anymore. I'm just a humble brewer. Mm. Sure. All right, we're gonna have to rethink about this then. Yeah, we'll, nego- <laughs> we'll, we'll negotiate. John, is not, the, John is not the negotiator. John's oh, constantly I'm not like, the negotiator. No, he's constantly like, like, "Hey, uh, they're like, how about fifteen uh, percent?" John's like, "How about twenty-five percent for you?" They're like, "Okay." John, yeah, I've seen John negotiate. Trust me, I not actually great. know what you're talking about. No, it's not every great. every time I point out to John that Justin could be making money off this, that we would all split evenly, which was our deal eight years ago. He's like, "I'll talk to Justin." I'm like, "How'd it go?" He's like, "Justin's too busy." Like that's I, that's I not i could make you guys that's so not much talking more money. to justin uh, just turn well, this over to me i'm monetized right. well you talk to justin if he's going to split his 25 percent with you i don't need i don't um, need 25 percent. i could take five percent and I'll, I'll i'll do the contracts i'll do it look at me. that look at that problem wow. solved problem wow. solved Cass, um, how do you feel about all of this you're, you're just wait, no, no no Cass isn't getting any of this money <laughs> he's he's out doing yard work, which Dude, is every time have, I'm on the show, he's like, guys, I just came back from doing yard work. I, I have a, I have an idea for much... an article, but I'm not ready to reveal it yet for you. Yeah. You, you no, no, you gotta, no, you got to keep it close to the vest. And the, yeah. yeah, it's going to be perils great. Of, the perils and pitfalls of, of online canning um, or whatever you call it. Um, Why Ironheart is the best. By it has nothing. Cass it will have Squire. nothing to do with canning. Yeah. All right. Whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, brown glass, mylar the bagging wave of the beer. future by mylar Cass. bagging, bronzia <laughs> box, bagging for beginners, bronzia bags yeah. beer. No, it's 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 ten beers to pair your mustache with. Uh, I was gonna say the reason you need the money is mustache wax, but you beat me to the joke. By the way, did hey, you guys see the my way, mustache? No, we got to talk about that on episode two. All right, yeah, so should we wrap this up? Can you a letter? Oh yeah, you, you have a letter? letter. Let's do a letter. Yeah, we got a letter. Read on, read on. And it's about wine. 
Andy oh, Crouch. Yeah, 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 Andy Crouch. And I didn't do this. Yeah, right. both of these wine yeah. references. Yeah, you're like the, you're like, the, you you're like Donald Trump, right? You know, calling the New York both, Post in the eighties. Yeah, and both, John Barrett. Both of these, yeah. I'd love to hear Augie's thoughts these, on says uh, like uh, yeah, so Riesling. <laughs> both of these references, this can and the other, this article, I mean this letter are brought to you by thieves, not me. Sure. Okay. All right. This is Justin. from this is from Jeremy R. Uh, and the subject Jeremy, is beer. Jeremy R. Jeremy R. Air quotes. Beer, beer question mark, wine question mark. He says, Kennedy, my man, since Augie used to be a wino and John writes for wine enthusiasts, maybe they have opinions about this. Over the past who knows how long, I've seen beers explicitly draw inspiration from wine, from Augie's Highlanders to literally co-ferment hybrids. And for a while, it seems that some breweries have been deliberately leaning into packaging approaches that seem to evoke wine. Conversely, the natural wine craze seems to have spawned a lot of bottles that look and taste in the ballpark of mixed firm beers, both in content and packaging. Have you observed this parallel trend and what do you make of it? Cheers. I mean, we just had a Cezanne that evokes Riesling. There you go. And pineapple. And Asked and answered. And snowmelt. And snowmelt. I don't almond. know enough about natural wine, I, although it's interesting to say to, to hear somebody talk about uh, beers evoking wine like packaging like in 750s, I'm guessing, which is how beer used to be packaged. But yeah, I was going to say we've definitely moved away from that, right? Yeah. My limited understanding of natural wine is it's generally reserved for assholes. <laughs> <laughs> is that correct, Augie? Bleached assholes. Mm. Um, yeah. It's what they serve you during the procedure. Um. So, we just let that go. Here's, I guess, what I would say, and it may be Jeremy. Our focus is more on, um, on a on a mixed ferments and stuff like that. I think, you know, when I don't know when when I make fun of hazies or when I talk about the hazies not being a problem as some like Andy like to make them, I talk about the parkerization of California cab for a bunch of years, right? There's certain easy ways to make wine and certain easy ways to make beers and certain simple to love ways to do both. But as you grow in your appreciation of them, you tend to go towards the more esoteric and the more inherent qualities of the thing, like what exists in the thousand year tradition of beer and thousand year tradition of wine, rather than the, you know, rather than what's a grocery store hotspot right now. And for that, I think it's really just that they're both yeast. I don't think one is like, Oh, I want to be like this. I want to be like that. Right. Like when I make a, when I make something nicer planning Jersey, I'm trying to make, those things that Evan inspired from my backyard and just let them be what they're going to be. And I think really great winemakers do the same with their grapes. Um, but when I'm in there whipping up a new, like this new hop, I love it's tried it, but it's like all juicy and silly and just makes me want to make um, new England clam chowder beers. I'm not like, how do I get this yeast to represent itself? I'm like, how silly and juicy can I make this beer? You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know that it's one's mimicking the other. I think when you're doing the art, the art isn't letting the yeast be the yeast in both wine and beer. Is that yeah. fair? 
There, there's been a number of breweries that have jumped into natural wine. I'm thinking of like Mitch Ermitter at mm-hmm. uh, Speciation. He's been doing some cool stuff in Michigan. Uh, Jeff Stuffings down at Jester King has yep. gotten into to, to winemaking as well. And I, I think it, it it's for the brewers who are embracing wine production in addition to their beer production. Um, it's a matter of yeast. And they really want to see what Britannomyces can do, what wild yeast can do in a different way from what they are accustomed to making. And it's, I think it just speaks to the overall tinkering nature of brewers, like the ones who are never satisfied with creativity and are always looking for new avenues to bring new flavors to market. And so, I mean, yeah, I will say this. um, It's one of the funniest things, right? So, Brett is considered a flaw in almost all wines. Sure. Right. But I once heard a very, very, very famous Burgundian winemaker talking about village level Burgundy, um, you know, as, as like a sweetness in the romance of it. But he said, perfectly done. It smells like a cherry wrapped in horse shit. And that was a joke, but we get it. But that means there's Brett going on, in his yeah. opinion, of the perfect village level Burgundy. You know what I mean? And and I think that's what people like Stuffings are attracted to, right? Because if you get it right, it's amazing. And if you get it wrong, it's fucking terrible. That's the stick in the landing on that is the game. I agree. All right. Justin agrees. No, yeah, I win. Cash her up. I'll weigh in a little bit. I'll weigh in a little bit more. I'm I'm very, I think, you know, I'm, I'm into natural wine, whatever that means. It means a lot of, well, you heard it. You're an asshole. Crouch said it. Listen, for sure. I understand what Crouch said it very clearly. Knowing the guys with flap rims, no less. Yeah. Yeah. Flap (laughs) rims, fixies, natural wine, mustache wax. We know who you are. We know who you are. But yeah, I, I think there's some crossover. I think uh, what John's saying about, I think Jeff Stuffings just had a wine festival, at Jester King, or at least some kind of mixed fermentation festival. Oh, wow. So I think he's really, you know, leaning into that, that whole uh, aspect of it. And from what I saw, it looked, it looked really cool. Um, it was winemakers mostly that I saw posting stuff. So I don't even know if there were breweries there. Um, and I don't know what the festival was, but it was at Jester King. Um, but no, I think the whole co-ferment thing is, I, I know a lot of people in the wine industry, young people who are really interested in beer and really interested in doing, uh, you know, co-ferment stuff. And I think it's a new, it's, it's a new thing that people are going to keep doing it. And he's right. The packaging, Jeremy R is right. The packaging can look similar. It's big kind of clear. Did you say can? There's no wine in cans. No, no that's not true. Plenty of wine in cans. There's there's cans. Wine. Stop it. Stop Patrick it. There's, Grew, there's fermented Grew grape juice the in cans. There's fermented a, grape juice in cans. It's not wine. rosé in my basement in cans. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Grew right. with rose. his erosion wines that he launched in Napa, I think is strictly in cans. So... Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be the Patrick judge of Grew, that. Of whom you have so many 750 I'm, milliliter bottles lover, in your basement. I am a lover of Patrick Rue. Right. And he, you know, I will taste his canned wine and treat it accordingly. <laughs> anyway, I think there um, is watch, a lot of, watch out, Patrick. Yeah. There's a lot of crossover between the industries. And I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. So, you know, so, so, so six, five years ago, JC and I did a, 
collab where I was like, I want to, I think I can make this beer smell exactly like Sylvaner with these hops. And he said, okay, I'm going to make the same beer sour it and add the grape juice. And that was our two sides of the same thing. Mine was an IPA and his was a sour. And I will tell you this, I love the beer he made and it was 50% grape juice, 50% malt. So mm-hmm. there's not, not games to play there, but like I said, the inspiration was a study in hop aromatics and where they cross over with wine aromatics, not a study of fermentation as much. What was that? Somebody got an email. That was me. Sorry about that, guys. Do you still use AOL? <laughs> no. You are so Scott Mail. Yeah. You are it, was a, a, it was a reminder to take my eye drops. <laughs> <laughs> Cass, just note. say your words. Cass, just say your words. <laughs> about what natural wine or, or no about, no end this. the show oh. you gotta end on that dude. oh you want me to kennedy yeah, has right. to do eye drops you Put gotta the do show the part down. where you say patreon oh, well. as much as john did during the episode well thanks so thanks everybody for listening thank you andy for coming on uh as usual you know find us steal this send us letters uh steal this beer podcast at gmail.com follow us on all social medias at steal this beer see what we're drinking on untapped yeah. Right. Patreon.com. Oh, Patreon. Yeah, yes. Sorry, Patreons. Patreon.com. And thanks to everybody here. who's been supporting us for seven years on Patreon. Like, we really appreciate it. Give me that money. We haven't been on about. Patreon for seven years. We've been on Patreon for five years. Is that true? We didn't start on Patreon. No, we didn't start there. But yeah, it's, I think it's. I, I don't know. I, I don't like, you know. Anyway, you guys have locked me out of the finances of this show too. Like Andy, Andy won't let me see the books on all of that. Yeah, dude, Ter- terrible. I'm just here to create world class content. When we come, when we come back, Andy, my first question is going to be, what do you call the wall between publishing and editorial these days? Anyway, um, all right, y'all, get at us. We'll talk to you soon.